Welcome to Changing Suits. We're your hosts, Val and Taj, discussing the latest news, views, and general life for us Western Asians. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Changing underscore Suits, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Hi listeners, it's Val here. And it's Taj here. How are you doing, Taj? I'm doing pretty good, actually. That's good. That sounds like a surprise. Are you not normally doing well then? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just a negative person and today I just feel very positive. Good, good, good. Okay, so today's episode is going to be what is East versus West? And what are we really talking about when we've got that East and West divide? Because after all, we are the generation that has properly grown up in the West, right? I agree, yeah. Yeah, so and our parents and grandparents came in, came to England or Canada, wherever they came to, from, from the East. So the way they were thinking was very different from the way we think. Yeah. So where do you want to start on this one then? Because it's a big topic, so we won't cover everything, obviously, but we'll pick up on a few topics today. Yeah, I think, Val, what we will do, we'll go through everything we want to talk about, and then maybe in another episode we'll go focus in on a topic. But the first thing I wanted to start on was names. So my name is Tajinda. And even my name for... is Taj. Anyway, yeah. But even for this podcast, I've shortened it down to Taj. Now, I do this because people find it difficult to say Tajinda. Do you, do mm. you show your name? Yes, everyone calls me Bao. It's but true. Now, I mean, I'm... how hard is it to say my full name? I mean, but again, I've gone in with that. So it's not really other people's fault. It, that's been my fault, I say. But with me, I think it's to be, do with over time, because I'm not a young spring chicken anymore. So over time, I've realised it, it's just easier not to keep making correcting people saying my name and just Taj. Yeah, if it's easier, just say Taj. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You can associate with Taj Mahal or Taj now. Some people are calling me because of Taj Mahal. It's better things than the things that you can associate my name with. I remember actually in geography, right? Yeah. So my full name is Baldesh, Baldesh, Baldesh in um, Baldesh. the Indian accent. So in geography, we had that topic of Bangladesh. And yeah, the laughter it caused. Really? A lot oh, of that subject. Yeah. So obviously you never thought about that. Yeah, sorry, go on, carry on. I totally um, interrupted you there. So, yeah, I found that it's just easier rather than correcting people and say, no, my name's Tajinda. And I say the the English way and not the Indian. I've never said the gender. I've always said Tajinda. I don't know why that is. But anyway, so I get Jatinda, even from actually my relatives sometimes. They call me Jatinda. I know why you're laughing because that is... <laughs> No way you're laughing because there's quite a few relatives that still call me Jatinda. I've never corrected that's, Wait a second. You do realise that's not the reason I call you Jatinda, right? No. Why so do you... don't you know the circle? No. Okay. Here we are, revelation whilst we're on the, the recording button. So don't you remember when you were on the phone, you were going to pick up the phone to someone. I think uh-huh. it was uh, our master. And you were trying to say your own name, but I think your your mouth was dry. <laughs> you ended up saying Jatinda rather than Jatinda. I thought Do you it was... remember that time? No. Oh, okay. That's why I called you. I didn't know that our relatives called you. Gender. About two different things all our lives. Yeah, I'm, I was taking the mic out of you. 
<laughs> all right fine all right revelation then okay cool good glad that we know that all these years we've been laughing at different things different joke and to, on that point i mean you couldn't even say your own name let alone someone else saying your own name i don't know but anyway so now so is it our fault that now people are so used to our shorter version of our name so the people the youngsters now who have got the names bullish or tajinda it's made, we made it harder for them as well in a way because if we had carried on saying our name fully like the Jinder or Tajinda, it doesn't have to be in the Indian accent. People just get used to being around names that were foreign um, and start get used to, used to that. So is it our fault that we didn't stick to pronouncing our names correctly? All right, we've had to correct people quite a lot of times. But then what about the generation behind us? We've kind of messed it up for them, do you think? That is a good point. I've never thought of, thought of that. I mean, the other part for me was... I was a bit embarrassed of my name. I'm not now. I mean, yeah. Why, why is now that? thinking about it? It might be that geography lesson, actually. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. There's always a so, reason. Yeah. Which I've never thought about until now. Yeah. So there's also that thing of trying to dissociate yourself from your Eastern roots, right? And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of something that happened this week, actually. So we live in West London, and my mother-in-law went into um, the opticians mm. and they were pretty it was in west london so you'd think that everyone there you know you'd be used to seeing one of those brown faces yeah and i feel like paul chowdhury saying it like that but anyway <laughs> but basically what it was the staff was really rude to her and there was an upney who was also rude to her oh why is that and I was talking to her about this yesterday and I sort of got to the conclusion that, you know, sometimes people don't, they want to show that they're not Asian. Asian. <laughs> they yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm more like you than I am like them. I think there is a quality in that way that does happen. But I think that changes over time because I got that. I, I think when I was younger, I, I felt like that. Whereas now I don't feel like that. I don't mind. There, there's a difference as you get older where you don't actually care about that and you think of it positive rather than negative. I do agree because now if I saw someone older generation and I was, for example, working, if, say if I was working in retail, I don't think I'd mind, mind saying, Sasrikal, I wouldn't feel embarrassed of it. I wouldn't say hello. I'd say Sasrikal, just merely out of respect i don't know how the other person would take it they might think hey she thinks that i can't speak english yeah but then on that point so we've gone down so many tangents here so many things i want to talk about in one podcast okay so on that point so i've actually had um that a few times where i speak Punjabi, the person will come back to me in english right now i had that a few weeks ago with someone um where they did actually speak back i actually expected them to only speak punjabi so that was my uh, bias i guess you put it yeah. but anyway they came back and their english was better than mine i mean it's not that hard to beat my english but her, hers was really good but she didn't i know this sounds really bad but she didn't look like she'd know how to speak english so she was obviously trying to show me that she, you know yeah i know i i'm educated and i've got that um in inverted commas but then that's fine i mean yeah i took it as that but the difference now was before I'd then reverted to English to say, oh, yeah, okay, you've obviously said to me, you know English, so now we'll carry on in the conversation. But what I did, and this is a change over time as well, I carried on in Punjabi. Again, it came down to that respect thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get you're speaking English. I know how to speak English, but we're going to carry on. I'm going to speak in Punjabi. And then I can't remember It's almost a circle, isn't it? You've learned how to appreciate what you've got, and now it's gone the other way. 
And to be honest, that has happened to me quite a few times as well, where the person in front of me is older than me. And I, for some reason, I revert to Punjabi when I speak to someone older than me. But if there's a younger generation, I find it really hard to speak Punjabi to them. I do not know why. And sometimes you'll, in the case, you'll have that person and they'll speak English back to you. But I'll keep speaking Punjabi just merely out of respect. And if they want to carry on speaking English, respect to them. Okay, so going back to the, the name thing. So firstly, it makes it easier for, for others to pronounce your name. And I agree with you. I mean, I've never thought about it. But, you know, if we're going to go into the Western culture, which obviously we've, we are in now, but expect the respect for the fact that, yes, we're, we're not white, we are But um, the Asian. funny thing is, we shorten our names down, but they're not Western still, the ones that have got the t- you know traditional names. Bao isn't a Western name. What are you talking about? I heard of Belinda. Belinda. I'll be Bill. But she don't <laughs> she don't cut her name down. So and <laughs> sorry, Belle. Right, let's go on to another thing. Um so with Asians we have the extended family. We've got Mommy, Marcy, Dear. What can you think of? Jump Chaya. I was gonna say jump job, but that isn't. Yeah. Not so Sakadaya. <laughs> Try explaining that to one of your English friends. What's your mask? This is my uncle. This is my aunt. Well by Atayas, Tayas, cousins, brothers, blah 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 the prana the blah blah Yeah, but if you think about it, when mum goes down and says, Ah goody aha da 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 and there's line, I don't I'm like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. And so we're the same. We've cut down like okay. We have cut down, but we haven't cut down so much as we have the mommy and the mussy. They're not auntie and uncle and stuff like that. So explaining that to the uh, an English friend, should I say, or someone from the Western world, more better way of putting Do you know on that point that cousin sister or cousin brother is not a real word? Did you know that? No. It's just It's just cousin. What do you mean? Oh, brother, as in the brother and the sister bit. I don't understand. Yeah, you don't, you don't call them cousin brother and cousin sister. That's not actually a real term. It's just cousin. Oh, this I is didn't my cousin. Do that. I there didn't we are, people. Well, don't the... say you weren't going to learn anything in this podcast. We've <laughs> <laughs> learned a few things, haven't we? Revelations. But um, one thing that the reason why I was thinking about extended families as well is because uh, I remember one of my staff members at work needed to take time off because, I don't know, their cousin passed away or whatever. And in the rules, in the policies, it was you can only take a day off and compassionate leave for your immediate family. Now, for me, I'd find that really, or should I use the word offensive? I don't know if it's the right term to use. But hello, my cousin brother or cousin sister, all right, we know it's not the right terminology now, but they're just the same as my brother and sister. Yeah, but if you were Asian and you were going to consider all of your family relatives, you'd never be at work. <laughs> That's true. You've got to understand from an employer's point of view, you do want your employee to be at work sometimes. You should. They should write, it's okay to have compassionate leave for your boy and your masi and your master and blah, blah, blah. But anyway... It did, like, make me think. And then there's the idea of you live with your extended family, so your in-laws or whatever. I remember when I first got married and one of my husband's friends, she just couldn't get her head around um, why you would live with your in-laws. Neither could I. But anyway, that's a different story. (laughs) I'm joking. Do you you want me to cut that bit out? (laughs) Carry on. Carry on, move on. (laughs) And... um, 
So basically, they, she just didn't get why we, you would do it. And for me, it was normal because we'd lived with our granny and our granddad. So I found it difficult that she didn't understand. And she found it difficult that I didn't understand where she was coming from. To an extent, I did because it was a Western, Western thinking. That's changing now as well, though, isn't it? In our generation of Asians, where less people are living. It is. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But still, there is that. There are quite a lot of people that still live with their in-laws or whatever. But then we were the merging um, generation of the two, two cultures, right? Yeah, that's true as well. So then, what happens in the future will be interesting to see as to which way it goes. I mean, did we bring the best and the worst out of the best out of both cultures? I guess um, moving forward into our kids. I feel our generation feels that quite a lot of Eastern cultures aren't good to follow. And I don't think that's true. I think everyone's adapted to a lot of Western things. In what way? Um, I don't know. Here we are then. That's just a pretty much uh, a racist thing to say, really. <laughs> right, I'm racist against Asians. <laughs> but the one, the one thing we need to realise, and this is where it's really important to understand other cultures, is if you talk to anyone whose family um, generation above us, didn't come from England, America and Canada, right? Any other country tends to have the same sort of cultural similarities. For example, one of my friends is Chinese and we were talking about her um, family. And uh, in fact, we were talking about sex education. Okay, that was the topic that came up that day. And it was very similar, her the generation above her, as to the way it was approached, i.e. it wasn't approached, right? And the same with our generations, right? didn't really talk to our parents about sex education and also weddings for example one of my other friends um she's a white lady who is married to a uh, married to a black man but she was saying how she was we were talking, talking about her wedding and again his family um had they've got a big family they their wedding was big because of that so it's very yeah. similar and forget the fact that we're asian or you know chinese or black or whatever we have very similar um cultural that is families true. Yeah. Aside from the people that are from England and America, right? So anything, yeah. anything east from anything east from England is pretty much uh, that kind of culture, I say. Yeah, I do agree. Like even Irish, they have big families as well. So I suppose I've just approached everything of differences, and there are quite a lot of similarities as well. I suppose the more you learn about people, the more similarities there are. For example, quite a lot of um, Asians after they've had a child. They have different things. You stay at home for one, is it one and a half months? Something like that. Savamina or something. Yeah. Um, and you're not meant to do certain things. You're meant to keep your body warm as possible. So you don't, you know, you're, you're very delicate at that stage. And there is a scientific reason of why you stay at home for one and a half months because your immune system's really low. Um, but anyway, one of the things was, I remember I was talking again, Chinese person. And she was saying that they don't wash their hands with, I think it was cold water. Again, that is the case of um, not, yeah, not having, like we have, don't drink anything too cold, don't wash yourself with anything too cold, just so you protect yourself in those months. And the Chinese lady, she had similar as well. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And it is nice to see those similarities as well. But this is the importance of understanding and learning about other cultures. And one thing um, that I found growing up, people do tend to 
stick to the groups that they know, right? And it still happens now. You go to certain parts of London, and it's not just Asians, it's other um, cultures as well. You go to certain parts of um, London, and it's a certain group of people that you expect to be there, wherever it is, right? Yeah, like when I moved to um, Norway, it was sticking with all, quite a lot of people that were foreign in, from Norway. So there were expats, and we weren't mixing too much with Norwegians. We were, but not that much. But you stick to fam familiar people and you feel comfortable. And I learned a lot about different cultures because I was mixing with people from Italy, from Brazil, here, there, everywhere, just because we have that mutual thing of we're foreign to this country. And that was our basis of starting the relationship almost because we were all kind of out of our depth in a new country and we all needed hey it's okay we can get through this together and this is this is it though isn't it it's finding what makes you comfortable um, in the uncomfortable but it's again it's important to learn about others because there's so much similarity what was the saying someone did actually um we've got more that binds us than take um splits us or something like that it was it was good i'll find it and add that somewhere anyway so moving on so another thing uh, just again this is to do with cultural difference as well but things are changing again for the asian culture as well so kids having boyfriends and girlfriends at a young age like for example primary school oh my god you would not do that in our time i don't know if now our generation are a bit more open about it but you just would not do that. It, you, if you were going to do that, you'd hide and do it. But I think primary school was very young anyway. So what's your opinion? People... So what's your opinion now then? I wouldn't let my kids have boyfriends or girlfriends. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I have said to my daughter, who's only nine years old, I said that you don't need to be interested in stuff like that. There's so much more out there to discover. We're, like when you get older and you're thinking about getting married and stuff, then yet you can go out with people because that's because you're um that's the direction you're going you're going to get married and you need to learn about relationships but then where would you where do you think that thought comes then is it from the eastern or it's western from parents. or from your parents and do you oh what the going out yeah going out with before well that comes western isn't it no I because mean, you wouldn't no i mean where's your thought i mean your opinion is no they shouldn't go out so that's obviously from from parents right that's an eastern yeah my parents didn't do it. I don't think you need to be doing it. You're young. There's other things in life. Than, all right. I, I don't think there's anything wrong do you know with really interesting on that point. Right. So anyone listening to this um, who, does, who doesn't agree um, would say, well, that's a proper this bit of a bit backwards with the way of thinking. But then as you get older, if I've, I've been reading, you know, celebrities who, you know, women have been interviewed and they've been. So like, the interview questions have been really sexist, like, oh, who are you going to go home with tonight? And this sort of stuff, right? And their comeback is, I'm an independent woman. Basically, I'm an independent woman. Um, why do I need, even need to worry about it? And then if you put that slant on it, it's like, yeah, that, that is forward thinking. Whereas what you've just said, oh, no, I wouldn't let the kids um, do that, is, would be a backwards thinking. So although it's the way you term it. Isn't it? It's, although it's exactly the same thing, yes, we're talking about age, so, you know, it could we could go down that route um but it is it's a bit political you're right it's the perspective or should i say not political perspective i guess yeah that is true because i just think that a child needs to be confident in themselves before they start exploring relationships as in with 
like having a partner, All right, for then. example. Coming, coming to that marriageable age, which we don't know what it is. I mean, in the good old days, it would be, what, 16, um, if you yeah, look at Eastern sort of culture. Yeah. But that's obviously increased. And then now people can get married whenever they want. So that is a big span. When would you let your yeah. kids then? I think it's all to do with timing and how things go. And I can't say it's going to be this age because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. Things change. Would you want your kids to go out with others? Then? Not at the moment. We're on at this point of time. No. But then I might change my mind later on down the track. But not as in just go out for the sake of going out. There needs to be an end purpose, like marriage. Hmm. Interesting. That is what I would say. We're going to touch on this on uh, another podcast because I think that this is a long subject that we do need to discuss because I might have varying um, opinions Ooh. on that. Which you wouldn't expect from me because I'm definitely more backwards than you are. Um, okay, so in regards to traditional clothes, you know, the suits and... This is the thing. So when I used to be younger, I would never walk out in uh, my uh, Salvador Gamige because I'd feel embarrassed. And now I really don't care some clothes. Who cares? Mm. But I think that's to do with you becoming comfortable with yourself as you get older. Or it doesn't have to necessarily be older. Just being comfortable with yourself and who you are. Mm -hmm. Would you do it? I won't go with all my stardy and my, you know, whatever it is these days, like a Christmas tree down the street. I won't go that far. But, I mean, I won't mind wearing something plain. Not trying to hide it, but you, not like I was going to a wedding. I won't go to the high street like I was dolled up for a wedding. So if you look at fashion, you've always got times where... It, you know, you've got that influence of the Asian influence, for example, you know, especially in the summer. Maybe we're sort of holding back, whereas the Western culture then wants to, um, you know, understand and integrate. I don't know what the word is, but... It's funny, it's, it's the saying, um, buying ice from... The, what is it, Eskimos? Um, so the, the Western, they'll be like... I think the Eskimos would actually be a good place to buy ice. But the same... <laughs> Now, what is the saying? Uh, Selling ice to Eskimos, I think that's... Something like that. And it's like, if I... This is what I... With my husband as well, because he's very westernised. If I said to him, drink Huldy tea, it will help you. So turmeric tea um, in milk, sorry. He'd be like, no, 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 this is too Eastern. I don't want to do this. Now, if he had read that in a blog or something like that from a Western person, he'd be like, oh, this is really good to do because it's been said by someone that isn't so now what you're saying is that we're starting to look down on we are that is true i mean yeah because um parents people that have got traditional parents have all these concoctions that they try and some people in our generation would be like i bequas rubbish but if someone had written in a blog, like a Western person had written, try a bit of this and add a bit of What happened to your accent? I mean, you were still... I turned British, okay? You were still British they... before you turned... did that accent, though. <laughs> <laughs> but they would try it. Now, what what is that saying? That, you know... Do you think this then goes back to... And look, I, I'm no historian. You know, we can get someone in where... It goes down to the British Raj then. And this is a very deep historical thing, though. In the sense of what? In the sense of a lot of things that were then put into India at that time um, was to, in inverted commas, 
to improve the lives of the people that that were there. But there were many, many, many things that did the complete opposite. And this is a very, you know, I need to read up on the history of this as well. So what I'm saying is we this has just been ingrained to into us where what the British and you know what the West is doing is the right thing, whereas what the East is doing isn't. That is that could be true. Because one of the things is um when someone is dark skinned it's almost frowned upon. But if someone's light skinned, it's like, oh my god, they're beautiful. Mm. And could that have stemmed from it? I'd be really interested to know where that has stemmed from. Because if you do see someone that's really fair skinned, they're seen as, oh, body Sonia, they're beautiful looking. Mm. Whereas a person that is of dark complexion, they're not seen as beautiful. So maybe that, yeah, like I said, that stems from it as well. This is, well, okay. So we picked up on a number of things that we think that are positive from the Eastern culture. But then there's a number of things that aren't, right? So, for example, the, the Eastern culture is known, so not to think of women equal to men. That is something that is Eastern? Yeah, but now, if, have you seen the Trump thing as well? Well, now he's out. But the Trump thing as well, it seemed like people weren't bothered that he had, you know, harassed, sexually harassed all these women. Mm was accepted so in a way the western world accepting of men can look down on women as well and do whatever they want and use them as objects yeah no I so has it that. really changed yeah has it changed well this is yeah no no that is a good point i mean even you look at the pay as well um women as we all know women are getting paid pretty much for the same job but are getting paid less um and that's been reported and yeah so you're right i mean i think it is a different way i see like in the east and like for example all these rapes happening or in india and um for low caste it's not it's not even looked upon by you know certain politicians or whatever um and but it still goes on and um because of the lower caste and their women and they're not regarded as much to be honest but then this is happening here so this is where it becomes really interesting. The same things we are now, forget West and East, are the same things are happening. You look at what happened to Bill Cosby. Oh, God, yeah. That's right? a good And Yeah, all right, fine. It, was, it comes down to the American law. But it's the same thing. I mean, the fact was, from what I understand, and you know, this might get a bit, a bit close to, to the line, but from what I understand, they're not denying the fact that the, fact that the rapes happened. It's the fact that obviously there is a, a a thing in their law, but it's the same thing. So what the women went through doesn't actually matter. It just shows the world is a crazy place. And then going back to what we said before, there's a lot more that binds us than divides us. And on that point, let's leave it there because I think that's a really good uh, ending for this one. See you next time. Bye. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, changing underscore suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.